Well, there's probably going to be an interruption as the uh, the extraction team comes in here to get my daughter uh, to go pick up my son. Isn't that right, Alejandra? Poo-poo? Yeah, so. <laughs> so, so we'll see what oh, happens. <laughs> so early into the show, we already got the parental warning flag. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, what I, you know we, I went to have, I, I, had a, uh, I had a large lunch today. And 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 now I just ate a uh, a banana muffin that my wife cooked uh, for me or not me for the family last night, and I have I have a little can of H E B cashew nuts, and it was making me think. You ever have one of those days where you just have an insatiable appetite? Like, what's up with that? Like, I feel like I've eaten enough, but I just can't get enough eating. That well, did, like you, did you work out recently? Did no, you, like do no. some extra exercise. I thought a lot about working out. Does that count? <laughs> Sometimes you know, it the does. other thing, the other thing that you said that some people, I don't know if there's actually any science to back this up, is like sometimes they say like once you've had like a big meal, mm. right? Mm. Later in the day, like you digest it, you're actually more hungry. Like some of the people that are uh, like, uh, what is it? Um, what's like the sport where you eat a lot of food? Like a competitive, <laughs> competitive eating, I guess. Eating. Yeah, competitive <laughs> eaters. I think there is like a strategy. That a lot of times like we'll have like a really big meal. Yeah. Like say the contest is like in like later like at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, they actually have a big meal in the beginning, as because that kind of preps the digestive system because you're both hungry or whatever. So maybe maybe that's what's going on. Maybe you're a competitive eater at heart. You just don't oh, yeah. know it. You're, I know. Like, you're I, already I, I think a you're onto something. Athlete. It's it's a uh, it's slippery slope syndrome. Or you, you just like you just uh, pound for one uh, cut once. Twice, is that is that right? Penny penny pound sausage quarter for fools. Uh, is this the, the episode where we just say words? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. If if this were certain other episodes, one of you, I mean, podcast, you would have asked me if I've had a stroke. Which is that, that joke's <laughs> always funny, always funny. And why is it that children immediately find the thing you don't want them to touch, like the boom mic that hooks up to your microphone? Have you noticed that? Have, have I talked about this before where I have a, uh, a shelf, of course, in Ikea. Ikea, there's, that's a de- when we get into the 200 episodes, I'll just make Ikea recommendations all day. But uh, like there, I have one of those shelf systems from Ikea, and my daughter, it took her about 15 seconds to figure out that if she stands on the arm of a chair, all the stuff I don't want her to touch is at the top of the shelf. Just like, uh-huh. boom. Just like they can, they can smell it. They can smell fear. Uh-huh. <laughs> they can smell mischief oh yeah <laughs> what a fine odor mischief is we, we're, we're busy wearing all this deodorant so it covers up that smell but the kids not so much they got it mm. yep. you know what uh, uh, before we start in on the uh, valuable content of this episode or or i should say before we go down the slope from the the, uh, the apex that, that we've achieved already i had a few items of follow-up one I noticed that someone claiming to be Todd Walters left us our first review of 2016 in iTunes. Have you seen this, fellas? No. <laughs> <laughs> was it a good one? Oh, it was great. It was five stars. This is this is good stuff. Three sentences or so. It was. Uh, awesome. uh, we'll put a link in the uh, the show notes. Or you know what you should really do, uh, listeners, is go into iTunes to look at this review, and while you're there, just leave a review. Just, you know, if you want to, what you should do is tell us what your favorite Costco or Ikea, Ikea item is in your review. That'll be helpful, and then, and then we'll, uh, we'll read those off next time, or, or at least the ones that, that I like. 
So, I think so you're onto you something, know? Kote. Using the reviews as a way to just recommend random things. That would one make it five stars. We need five stars. Yeah. But then just <laughs> any type of like recommendation of things at Costco. Uh, can we go even further? Costco, IKEA, or you know, yeah, just Costco and IKEA because that seems like a good, you I, know, a good place that where yeah. we can shop. I'd like to introduce a yeah. third category, so you can recommend from Costco or IKEA or. If you have ideas, you know, you move into a new house and there's always like mysterious rolls of carpet that they've left behind that kind of match your existing carpet. If you have ideas of what to do with that, also put that in a review or that can be one of the things. Right. So that's that's well, a good variety. Having uh, having recently evacuated my house and, and moved into another house, uh, those are all fairly topical. Uh, that roll of carpet, you throw it away. It, <laughs> it's, it's sat there for, for five years and then we threw it away. Um, but yeah, and a little, a uh, little bit of Australian trivia for you. They have different IKEA stuff here than they have in the U.S. Whoa, like, no different way. names. Yeah, no, just way. mind blown. Wait, Not only do they names. have different cars. I thought they were all named like Swedish chef stuff. Uh, some things have slightly different names. Um, so if you look on- online, you'll be like, huh. It was you know it was uh, Klarflunk in America, and here it's Klarput. Um, <laughs> do they spell uh, um, a didgeridoo? No, no. But they, uh, yeah, all the, not, not, nothing, nothing too localized, uh, but uh, just slightly different content. You so know, while, you got to tailor to your. While, while we're here in the uh, the land of backward flushing toilets, uh, yes. which again is the only thing I know about Australia. So is it true that when they when the Australians want to say fast or quick, they say sneaky? I haven't heard that. This, I saw I, this on Twitter I, the other day. I wouldn't day, be surprised. And it's like, if you want to get a quick coffee, you get a sneaky coffee. Or, or you know, get a yeah. sneaky nap in or something like that. Huh. Um, well, uh, I don't know. I, I, I should I should throw a show notes link. Uh, my, my wife actually, she's been blogging a bit about our, our trip here. Your and, wife has uh, a blog? Yeah. We... we, we <laughs> Try not to overlap the the personal and the professional. Oh, oh, little business or personal? That's you don't. You yeah, mix but those uh, but she did post uh, about um, all the different Australian jargon, um, <laughs> and I guess it's not jargon if that's the way you speak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they call it their language. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, things like, uh, you know, sweatshirts and jackets or jumpers oh, and, sure. jumpers. And, and, and red peppers or capsicums. And, yeah. you know, they say the letter Z is Z. Yeah. And, uh, and if, if you're not Australian, you're a muggle. Is that right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but they, they do have a, a great word for rednecks, which is bogans. Bogans. Um, I like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Now, I feel like we should not miss this opportunity. You're, as I recall, your wife's a civilian. She's uh, a normal, enterprising person that does not live in the world of tech like we do. So what did she choose to post her blog on? Like, which technology? Um, mm, good question. Uh, WordPress. So WordPress. I, I actually set it up for her on uh, DreamHost. So okay. there's there's... Um, I don't think Dreamhost is going to give us any referrals or anything. So uh, we, I, actually, I actually did check out Squarespace when I set it up a couple oh years ago. Oh, my God. If you would use Squarespace, <laughs> you'd be off this podcast. 
Squarespace is off. They can never, ever advertise on this podcast. Yeah. You, no. you might you might as well be printing your own stamps at home so you don't have to wait in line at the bus I was going to say, like, really, the real question I was going to go with is, like, why is she not on Medium? She should be posting long articles about life and, like, just advice and about how to start companies and, you know, celebrity stuff on Medium. That's yeah, what she should be Her doing. first post could be a post, why I left WordPress.com. That would, that would be fantastic. <laughs> no, why I left the United States. Oh, even that better. That would be awesome. Even better. That would be – now, that is a great way to do it. Uh, yeah, because yeah. you'd be perfect, man, right? You have this, like, life thing going on in your family. We needed a change. We had to, like, mm-hmm. move outside the country. This would be the perfect medium post. We got to get on this. <laughs> um, I, I – yeah, I, I don't – If she does it, I will share it on LinkedIn. I will get the revolution started. Oh, that will be my LinkedIn share of the week. For mm, LinkedIn update. That's good. LinkedIn updates. A good medium LinkedIn update. There's nothing that's better than medium and LinkedIn, right? Yeah. right? You're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then, Can't wait to dive into this. And then I can endorse your wife for leaving things. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, so. I see why you want to keep the personal and the business separated. <laughs> it's good to have a firewall between these two things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the the we we checked out a couple choices um, at the time. Uh, you know, I thought Squarespace sounded like a good idea, but the tools were mm-hmm. easy until they were frustrating. Yes, and and that's you know a common usability trap of 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 different applications that you know. Oh yeah, this seems like a great idea. You know, I'll. Well, I was about to disparage some products, but um, what about yeah. Austin's own WP Engine? Did you look at that for your WordPress host? I uh, actually chose DreamHost because they're a Chef customer, and I knew the guys setting that up. And yeah, so and I I, I kicked the tires on it before, and I had some right. discount codes. So there you but, go, yeah. there you go. WP Engine should have been a Chef customer. Lost one more. It's true. You know, you yeah. had the opportunity, didn't make it happen. So, what, what do they do you, do you do you know what those what those folks use what are they what are they doing over there they uh wp engine yeah yes <laughs> I, yeah they I, are basically they 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 essentially as the wordpress right they are really a place that you can host uh wordpress in there sort of like if you don't want to deal with actually hosting wordpress and do all the like the plugins and the configuration and all that stuff that they'll take care of it for you and they'll help mm. you do Make sure it scales so that if you're like, if you're just a you know uh, a blogger and you get lots of traffic, you don't want to deal with all the content management, but you want WordPress because you like it and you've got some experience with it. They take care of the heavy lifting, um, and but you still get to you know if you will uh, absorb and use all the WordPress greatness, as it were. And I don't yeah, know about it, the other one, but, it, but, dream. but so is that it, what? If they don't use Chef, like what are they using to configure their uh, software-defined business? You know what? I'm going to find out about this. I will find okay. out. If, you guys uh, get into the bottom because there's another site. Um, so so DreamHost, yeah, they're they're a Chef customer. They they do they do some uh, some OpenStack. They do you know constant favorite of the show. They do some OpenStack. Um, they do you know manage colo or not manage colo. They do you know website hosting. They do object storage. Um, you know they, they they do your standard you know small cloud stuff. Um, and, and, you know, they're good guys over there. And so, you know, that's why I use them. Um, there's actually a, a, another interesting WordPress site, um, uh, Pantheon. Have, have you guys seen oh, any I, of the talks? I know those given? guys. Yeah. 
they, they've, they've given some talks around um, just about the model that they use. Uh, they, they use some chef, but, um, and a lot of like chef uh, hardcore folks are, are working there. But what they actually, what I find fascinating about Pantheon stuff is um, I think their CTO is, is one of the core developers for System D and um, works on System D's. Uh, Container management layer, uh, in, in spawn or in spawn, um, and the way Pantheon works is they buy a bunch, not, not a bunch, they buy a couple of the biggest Amazon instances, and they put like ten thousand WordPress instances on them and little uh, uh, System D containers, and turn them all off, and then they just wake them up when they have um, HTTP requests. So you know, there's all these blogs out there that get like you know eight hits a month. And they leave them turned off. Mm-hmm. And when you when you when you finally want to go to them, they wake them up in you know sub one second uh, time, and so they can do you know ten thousand you know ten thousand websites on a single you know triple X large. Oh yeah. Um, because most of the time they're not doing any traffic. It's fascinating. They've given some really good talks about about that model. Yeah. Well, um, you know, if 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 I hosted my blog, there'd be pure profit for them. Then if they're following that. Model. <laughs> Well, that is the model, right? You know, it's like, well, you know, WordPress is commoditized. How can we, you know, really squeeze that, uh, you know, squeeze out uh, the rest of the tannins out of the grapes or whatever? Yeah. 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 I, I remember they were a, maybe they still are. They were like a, a heavy bit thing situation. And so I talked with them back when I was an analyst and I was visiting there and they seemed nice. And then I ran into, I think it's their CEO. He's a very excitable fellow. Uh, it was, which is nice. Uh, we, he was in town for like the PHP in Austin for the PHP summit or something. Mm-hmm. And so we, yeah, uh, down there at the four seasons, we were just hanging out. And I remember him mentioning like, we got this container thing. What do we do yeah. with that? So yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's fun. Yeah, he, sh- he showed up at the the Docker meetup and you know packed room and didn't talk about Docker. You know, mm-hmm. he talked about you know their usage of containers, which you know predated Docker. You know, there was a lot of stuff like LXC and um, you know C tags and namespaces and all that. All that was kind of floating around, and you know Docker came and pulled it together. Well, you know there are other ways of doing it, and and these guys have a a really lightweight you know high density. Uh, way it's it's just kind of when you start thinking about the what kind of businesses can be unlocked with you know containerization that was that was an interesting one because i hadn't heard about the the wake on um you know the wake on uh, network connect mm, yeah that reminds me of an anecdote i haven't verified and probably never will that uh, <laughs> if you go into a lot of shops that are using mainframes they're basically like glorified file servers that they're using it for for their little batch job processing stuff which is you know Talk about like using a uh, a dump truck to like you know move a Lego. That's the, not not very it's disproportional. I think that's the word. Well, we're like fifteen minutes into this, and we've covered some great content. I, uh, you, I, I or actually, we're right in the middle of follow up. There's two more items I wanted to go over before we move into the show proper, which is one. If I do my job correctly, you'll have already, and, and if you're, uh, you know, a strict listener of things, you'll have already listened to the bonus episode, 72A, which was a, uh, a co-recording with me, uh, Trevor from Arrested DevOps, and your buddy, Matt Ray, Nathan, from the Food Fight Show. We were over there at uh, DevOps Days DFW, or Dallas, last week, and we had our little recording with a live audience. It was, it was kind of weird to have an audience. 
And uh, so, so I put that episode in there. There's, there's, there's a, there's a bonus jingle at the end if if you listen to the end for for that. And you know, I'm just going to put it in the feed. So make sure to subscribe to the feed if you want to listen to that. And if you don't know what that means, then you should really look up subscribing to the RSS feed for this podcast. That's you. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast if you're not. <laughs> iTunes has handled it for you. Oh yes, iTunes. You can use the podcast app. Or, or or whatever, if you want to be, uh, you know, an animal instead of using something more civilized. But I don't. I don't judge. I don't judge. No, no, we we can't bag on Apple. Too. No, like what? Hold on, know, hold on. Right. One piece of follow up before we get to that. Okay. So also, I just wanted to give a little shout out. Your your buddy, former Cloud Boy JJ, was at DevOps Days Dallas. We spent a lot yeah. of time hanging out. He's a good guy. He. Uh, I have now seen him give his "I'm an introvert" talk like two or three times. Does it, he does it as if he's never done it every time. I think it's great. <laughs> so so find, no, no. find our buddy JJ and go play some sort of card game with him. I, I love that, that his, his uh, you know, I love, um, you know, being an introvert talk is, so, he's just going around everywhere giving it because he's so introverted. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah, you send you guys send a lot of chef people to DevOps days. That's uh, that's, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, who who doesn't want a taco bar followed by lasagna the next day? Am I right? Am I right? Oh, that does sound good. It's actually so. barbecue, not tacos, but that's fine. <clears throat> so speaking of uh, lasagna bars, so I today earlier I updated to the the new Mac OS. How about you guys? Have you upgraded to that Mac OS Sierra? Now I'm looking for like a King's Quest version, you know, game that I can play, but I haven't found it anywhere. Maybe Leisure Suit Larry. Is that does that come oh, installed on there? Oh, <laughs> that was that was going to be the segue to to the Oracle. <laughs> hey, hey, zing! No, but uh, I have not updated. I'm I'm the. Uh, what do they call? They got the shoot the pointy end of the spear, the bleeding edge, mm. and then they got the fat group of people who in the middle who like to wait for everyone else to find the breakage. The fatty stage, um, I think they call it that. Mainstream. You're the mainstream. Well, well, I am actually. I was gonna say, Coach, I'm in the same exact spot uh, as uh, Matt Ray there. I've I've downloaded it. I've oh, completed the download, and it's sitting there. So, do I? Am I safe to go ahead and, and run the upgrade, or would you recommend holding off? Where you I, I would I would recommend upgrading it. All right then. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if if only because I did it and it was fine. So uh, you know. Well, whatever. but I had this. I'm, so I'm asking you a question. My wife did. I you know recently I, the iOS upgrade came out. And oh I yeah. Upgraded, oh, of course. And I, I and that does have some like kind of just a nice look and feel. But I asked my wife. I was like, hey, have you upgraded your phone? Do you need help? She's like, no. She's like, why? Like, why would I do that? And I was like, well, I was like, it has like cooler fonts. Like I, I kind of didn't. I didn't have like <laughs> oh. immediate. Like, I didn't have like I wasn't. You know like, the way to a it. woman's heart. I didn't, I didn't. I just was like I didn't have it like right away because I was like, well, um, I don't know. There's not like something I think you're immediately gonna want. Yeah. But I was like, you should just do it just because it's good to keep yeah. things up to date. I guess. I guess you know it has been. There's been three Apple updates. You got you got the phone. You got the the watch, which I guess no one cares about, and and the operating system. I mean, come on, on the phone you can send animated gifts to each other. Killer feature, That's, am I right? Messages, I actually do. Messages is quite a bit better. There is a lot of crazy emoji going on in there. 
So messages is a good way to. You're do like it. this You're is right. what the kids have been up to. All those millennials with their uh, yeah stickers, stickers, and all that craziness. That's true. Yeah, uh, you make me feel left out. Yeah, well, I, I know, I know, it. I know, because you can't get your VPN situation hooked up. In Australia, you're not going to get any of this till like next year, right? Due due to uh, DRM <laughs> controls, is that right? It's all different. It's all different. The internet, it, Apple yeah. shut down the internet in Australia. Yeah, what do they call uh, all, them? All bogans? their emojis are upside down. Yeah. No, no, uh, no updates for bogans. Oh. <laughs> now that said, so I did. I did update to the uh, the Mac OS Sierra, and uh, you know my daughter's still in here. Have I been cursing? I should check on that. Uh, anyways. Uh, I haven't really detected anything fantastic about it yet. Uh, it offered to do some sort of file sharing more with iCloud, and I was just like, nope. Do not trust Apple with my, my you know, primary stuff. It's good a backup source, but not as a primary thing. And then, uh, But there is some way to find large files on your, uh, you know, your disks. So I freed up 15 gigs of space. I got that going for uh, so, me. Man, those sorts of applications, uh, this is the constant you know apple looking to see what they have out in the community and then just rolling in the os yeah um yeah i i don't remember the name of the app um and i think i think there's like siri support in it so uh the one thing that i wanted to do was make it so you can use your apple watch to unlock your laptop and so i opened up siri and i said how do i hook my watch up to this and she was like let me google that for you which is unhelpful. Oh. Oh, <laughs> that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and, and then you think they would do basic call tree stuff, right? Like if they say watch, see if they're interested in one of the major products we have, an Apple Watch, but no. And then uh, let's see what else did I do that's, uh, that's thrilling. Well, no, but don't leave that. Did you get the Apple Watch? Oh, oh, right, right, right. No, no. I was told. I was told I had to enable two FA first, right? Which, which uh, I've been holding yeah. off on because I'm like, okay, uh, come on. You should have had that done a long time. Well, ago. no, just specifically for Apple stuff. I enable two FA on everything else except things that my wife needs to access. Uh, and um, okay. just a note for the hackers <laughs> out there. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows the attack surface for Kote yeah. to start. <laughs> yeah. So basically all important things in my life. <laughs> That's right. Just like the banking, the healthcare, but uh-huh. no, the, the blog is fine. Yeah. That's my, word, my WordPress there. site, totally cool. Locked out. Love it. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, so I had to enable 2FA, which I've been holding off on because I was thinking like of all things Apple is going to screw up probably that right and then totally lock me out of everything <laughs> and but then i had to enable that so i enabled that and then it would let me click on uh doing the watch thing and yep didn't work it was like oh. you should you <laughs> should have your watch turned on on your wrist and unlocked and it's like uh-huh yep oh that's so sad i'm so hard because i thought for sure it's like this is maybe the first this is like it really is the future is starting to happen we could just walk up and it would unlock um but Nonetheless, all right. I, mean, back, I don't know. Back. There, there was a suggestion somewhere that you have to reboot all devices, and I only rebooted the watch. Right, so I will try the. Uh, I will yeah. try what what, what it, there's uh, one one of one of my coworkers, uh, uh, Ben Black. He has this. He had this funny tweet like, if if there's something wrong with the paradigm, have you tried turning it off and back on again? So I think I think that's what's wrong with my paradigm at the moment is I need to uh, I need to turn it back on and off again. Yeah. Like it. I- I mean, it comes like every time Apple rolls out another update, you're like, well, this is, you know, slightly better, I guess, than before. And I see how they're trying to get me into, you know, into their ecosystem even tighter. 
and I, and every time I think, well, maybe this is the year of the uh, the Linux desktop, I'm like, no, just what keep on rolling. What are you talking about? Are you? Did, have, <laughs> did you have? That's a totally crazy talk. You and Barton George. You and Barton George are the only people left. It's like that's just oh nuts. oh well yeah. Um, I mean the 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 nerd in me um, was happy to see. There's now uh, they brought back smart card support, um, which you know. I know all the Sun holdouts have been waiting for smart card support, but again, but that just means you can actually, if you're using uh, a YubiKey, you can now do two uh, FA with with your YubiKey. So I'll be when I when I finally you were like to down that. the rat hole, digging a hole through. I, I mean, how many people even know what a YubiKey is? That's what I want to know. That on and they were holding out to to uh, upgrade to the Linux on the laptop for that. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, no. Five, five people in the world. <laughs> Yeah, but they listen to the show. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I, those are two separate, like you know, nerd thought trains. Um, yeah, hopefully they also the, have Pokin support. Finally, I'll, I look forward to that. No one can find Linux on a laptop. It's just that's just not, you're just uh, enjoy punishment. No, what, what he's saying is YubiKey is supported on the Mac, so this is going to be no. YubiKey's world. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's year the rest of the year. Next year, not so good. Get that Apple. No, no, but UBQs are a nice form of, of 2FA. That, that's just, you know, and, and they've been, you know, they're cheap and they, they've nice been rolling. Nice it is what? Nice it is in how, like, how is it nice? As in when I lose it, it's convenient to replace it. As in it's widely <laughs> adopted by normal people. As in when I show someone they know what it is or even how to use it. I don't have to spend 30 minutes explaining it to them. Exactly. How? Do, what do you mean by nice? Well, Brandon, if you were familiar with uh, <laughs> with identity, <laughs> um, it, it's it is a very totally impractical solution that will never gain widespread adoption or do anything. But wow. go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, I, I was just going to say I've actually seen them, uh, you know, GitHub's embrace of 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 uh, YubiKey and giving them away and. Um, you know, I've actually seen a lot of them out in, in the wild. I don't mm. think that it, it's going to – it's probably as ubiquitous as RSA tokens. Is that good or bad? Oh, I don't no know. Way. No way. RSS, RSA tokens are a million times more ubiquitous than uh, – Well, you know, I mean, it, Wall Street alone, right? Wall Street alone has, you know, I don't know how many millions of RSA tokens they've bought, but a lot. This has given me uh, an idea uh, for a new podcast that I – that it will star you, you two, and it's going to be called Well, Brandon – and I think I think <laughs> I think it's maybe like the, it. it's it's maybe the moneymaker we've been looking for. It'll be like five minutes, right? And just deliver it in little segments and uh, we'll put YouTube videos up or, or like maybe what we'll do is we'll just post it as native Facebook Vine video uh, things. Is that oh. is that right? Oh, like no. it. It'll be good. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, the, 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 yes, there's a little bit of trolling in there, but it's the first uh <laughs> The first practical non-phone 2FA I've seen. Mm, mm, yeah. Well, you know, to close that out, also for those who are following at home, I ordered one of the new phones today. Uh, oh. The iPhone 7 Plus with 128 gigs. And, and Whoa. Well, why not 256? Come on. Maximize your, mo- your I dollar just, there. I, I just, just I, I figured out the line I could walk with with the CFO around here. And that, that was where it was. The, <laughs> that was nice. you, you, know, you know, you know you've negotiated successfully when the answer is no and then a long pause, which really means that is ab- as absurd as I will let it get. So <laughs> I, I think I think if I think if I went even a hundred dollars over, if 
So basically, if if I pay including taxes, uh, you know, the equivalent of not literally, but the equivalent of nine nine nine, you know, I did that wrong. Nine hundred ninety nine dollars. That's yeah. Basically, if if you get one of these phones, it's eight hundred sixty seven dollars pre tax, right? Good God. And then of course you got to pay taxes because these roads don't build themselves. <laughs> Am I right? That's right. And and this so information <laughs> superhighway doesn't build itself. Yeah, like it. Yeah, that's right. Al, Al Gore needs three screens on his desk, as as we've seen. You ever see that picture? He had a pretty awesome setup. And then you're like, oh, he's it on was. the Apple board. They probably sent those to him. Lucky guy. Jesus. How can I get new some free screens? That's what I want to know. Anyways, just got to lose an election. Uh, Stop spending a thousand dollars on a phone. Ooh, oh, burn! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Anyhow, so I'm I, uh, I'm going to get that that phone in two to three years, I think, according to the shipping <laughs> estimate they sent me. But uh, I'll have a review of it. But it, well, most yeah. importantly, I mean, cosmetics—that's all that matters—is looks. What did you choose? The uh, the the black or no, the no? Uh, uh, I just, I just, got, I got silver, just silver. Oh, come on, Yote. I know, I know. A silver pair. I, I know. I mean, I looked at, I looked at the, uh, I looked at the ship time for the jet black, and it was like November or something. It's like ridiculous. never. Yeah. It's just like, just don't even bother. And then also, it's like well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a case for it, right? Like I'm gonna buy one of those. Uh, I mean, I, I hate that you have to do that, but did I just mention how much I'm paying for this phone? Uh, <laughs> so, did you, did you get the Apple Care? No, no, no. It's like 129 because it's also like water resistant, right? And so I don't know if I covered this. I think I did. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I have never broken a phone that I've owned. There's one time I back when I had a razor, I was really angry during Christmas shopping and I intentionally broke it. But that's that's a story for another wow. time. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a long time ago. But uh, uh, like I've never broken a phone except on this past vacation when I sat down in the ocean with the phone in my pocket. So I feel pretty good. That I'll do okay, and you know you just got to get a case on it. That's probably safe. I mean, last night I uh, I was I was uh, flying home, and my I dropped my headphones on the floor, and I thought I stepped on them. Mm. And the the funny thing is, the first thing that occurred to me is like, well, I guess now I could get an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, um, that's always at the I, tip I, of one's mind. Mary, I can't remember your lineage here, like. Were you on the iPhone? Like you were yeah, on yeah, Android, yeah. then you were on iPhone, and now you're off again. Like what was so? The, what as was the long as we're, we're yeah, as long as we're talking about the Razor, I had the uh, the rocker. I had that uh, the rocker. I had the Motorola rocker, um, oh, which was awesome. you know, before the iPhone. It could play music. Uh, I also had a uh, what was it? The Palm. Uh, what was the Palm one that uh, could make phone calls? Trio. The trio. No, it wasn't a trio. Oh. It was. Anyway, I had I had you know I had the palm that could make phone calls, mm -hmm. uh, and then I had a rocker, uh, and then I had some feature phone, some flip phone, and then uh, yeah, I, I had a, an iPhone three, maybe a three, um, or a three G, and then I went to uh, some conference, and uh, Google was giving away uh, uh, the the moto the. Uh, Nexus, or whatever. A Nexus One, yeah. yeah. So I, I rocked the Nexus One for a long time, and then I, I bought a Nexus Five or Four, and I broke it. So that was the one time I didn't have a case, right? Oh, okay. And, and then uh, in a pinch, I had to get a uh, a Moto X, and that's what I currently have, and it's it's fine. Um, you know, it, it, the the thing that worries about me that is, is uh, attention hackers. Um, they they've stopped rolling out updates for them. Mm. Um, so I get a, you know all the apps get updated, but not the OS. So I don't know if I'm 
you know, if I'm vulnerable to stuff or whatever, but, uh, but, you know, being over here in Australia, I, I don't have, I don't have a telco. I mean, I have, I have three telcos, but, um, I don't have, you know, somebody to get on a plan to get an iPhone at a discounted rate so I could buy an unlocked one or I, you know, and all the new Android phones are, are kind of gross. Um, just, uh, just, just ship it to my house and I'll ship it to you. It's no problem. <laughs> well, I mean, I could, they have Apple stores here. I can mm. go and buy an unlocked one uh so yeah I you know I, I think i think they're all unlocked like when i was looking yeah. at it today you go look at the details and the first thing it says is unlocked like so they're all and man it better fucking be unlocked because i, I think ordered that's the one. case now right because they've kind of gotten rid of the subsidies so, yeah. so sort of yeah. everything's if, unlocked. if it's not i'm gonna go all occupy apple store until they give me an unlocked, <laughs> unlocked phone wait, wait yeah wait Look forward to, I look right, forward right. to the, the news coverage of that. That yeah. would be great. I, w- I was yeah. going to say, I was going to say, when it comes to phones, Matt Ray, you know, Matt Ray is kind of like that, that uncle you see every now and then, and you really have no idea what, what he does, but he's always got some cool car, except that one time when he didn't have a cool car because like the economy was bad. Never had a cool car. <laughs> no, but, but you always have a cool phone. Like you've always got, like you, I remember I went, you had the rocker and then you had the Lexus Nexus and then you got this other phone and it's just like, you always have like some cool, weird phone. Like it's like I, I, I would, the, the analogy is like weird uncle who always an Aston Martin or something, like some little car and you're like, Whoa, what's that guy doing? Oh yeah. It, it's like exotic. Uh, like, you always have an exotic uh, uh, phone. Yeah. A friend of my wife, her husband's like, I, I don't have a car. I have a, I have a New Zealand vehicle. Mm. <laughs> And and he he drives a you know a a, a, a right side drive in America. Um, I'm like, what? Why? Why are you making things hard? I'm not trying to make things hard. I I just I you know there were there was a time when I thought uh, Android would be easier than or fit with what I wanted out of a phone more. And then you know with with the whole FBI thing, I thought, well, the uh, Apple actually seems to care more about security. They roll out updates for a much longer time, less of a fractured landscape. That sounds like a good idea, uh, but I'm lazy and my phone still works. Um, and then you know they get rid of the headphone jack. And I'm like, that's kind of annoying because I I just bought some you know nice Bose headphones with all the traveling I'm doing. And uh, what are you gonna do? I got first world problems like nobody's business. I like it. I like it. Also, the headphone jack. That's like the best. Uh, that's, it's been so much fun to watch the, the media coverage of that. That is, uh, I, I will say, I enjoyed the, uh, the reaction and then the reaction to the reaction and then now the reaction to the reaction of the reaction. So it's, uh, it's good. It's like some I mean, kind I've of got weird a lot of echo blue- chamber. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got Bluetooth headphones, but. The, but it comes my, with an, my, that, That's the thing. Like, you can still, there is an adapter. I mean, I'm not saying it's convenient yeah. but it's like you can't it can be done if you just want to use your existing phones or your headphones i know so. i know but but actually what i want is the small iphone the the six whatever yeah what is that i don't I, like you know they came out with the new yeah yeah the new the small phone. one right yeah i don't like the i don't like the you know all right well apple can pocket. be if apple wants to sponsor this con uh this podcast they're welcome to and they can send matt ray a, a, a small iphone that a would be perfect phone. Small yeah, phone. I Send him the I don't small need a thousand dollar phone like Cote. Yeah, that's sort of Cote's bringing some real reality there. I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. When you order that thing, it would be almost a thousand dollars. It'd be like a laptop, right? Which I'll have a hard time processing. But you know, that's why yeah, I don't. I don't, so I don't own a laptop. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I have a work laptop, and I've I'm, been that way for like 
nine or ten years. I'm going to get a thick gold chain to put my phone on. And that's, <laughs> that's, right. that's uh, and learn how to crinkle my fingers up. Now, did you, I mean, like we should ask, okay, did you get this approved before or after the acquisition list? Like, where are we at? Are the private equity, because I don't think the private equity guys would approve this. Oh, oh, right. Well, um, that's a <laughs> good point. Maybe I, you shouldn't say anything. That's a good point. segue. Kote, are you rich now? <laughs> I'm rich now. Yes, yes. I'm. 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 Uh, when I signed up, I had my lawyer uh, call them, and they put me under something called the accelerated fuck no plan. So uh, <laughs> I get. I get nothing. Amazing, amazing how that got. I. I think. I think all of the paperwork still remains the same. But that's true. That. Uh, that was last week. There was. There was a celebration at the Frank Irwin Center. About uh, wow. EMC and Dell merging and many other locations, which I couldn't go to because I was traveling at the time. I was, you know, speaking of, uh, speaking of, uh, uh, of, you know, I have a car. I have a New Zealand, what was it, vehicle? Like, uh, it's, sort, <laughs> yes. it's sort of like, like, as I was getting on an airplane to travel somewhere, I was thinking, like, I'm not getting on an airplane. I'm about to have an occupational trans time zone experience, right? This is a totally different thing that's going. But anyways, uh, yeah, there was some celebration. I heard it was great. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think they gave away laptops to everyone, which is what I was looking forward to missing out on. But, you know, sounds great. I guess. I guess are, are they, are, are they going to switch everybody to Dell's? I, I don't think so. There's been, as you can imagine, there's been a lot of emails about that. About, uh, <laughs> about everyone's going to, yeah. everyone at Pivotal is no fine. Yeah. A lot of consternation. Are you, are you getting a Dell phone too? Uh, no, they don't make those anymore, Matt Ray. They don't make those. Oh. You know, I, I think I still have one of those in a box somewhere. And I have to say, it was okay. It was all right. But uh, yeah, I got, I got one of those somewhere. Kind of like my rocker. Yeah. Yeah. Now that rocker, I mean, like, do you remember I came into your office, right? And this is, you had, you had, I don't think they make these lamps anymore. Those ones that would just like light everything on fire. What are those called? Those big floor lamps with the. lights. Yeah. Like the halogenic <laughs> yeah, thing in them or whatever. And yeah, uh, I, I still have that. Yeah, the, they, you turn that knob and it makes that buzzing noise, like like that same noise you hear in movies when they run the electric chair. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, well, I've lost my train of thought. Anyways, yeah, I know what it was. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Lost it. Lost it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I still need to get badge access to the buildings. That's going to be the next major step when I can I can go back onto Dell campuses and enjoy their fabulous buildings. That'll be fun. They, they do have some nice cafeterias. Oh, yeah. My wife will love that. She's been trying to get me out of the house for years. Oh, man. So, hey, Coach, no, can, I break, can I break in here with some breaking news? I think the, the listeners will care about it. So I've been kind of semi-following this, but they finally confirmed it. So Yahoo is now confirming that it believes 500 million user credentials were stolen. So I just want to tell everybody, because I think everyone in this, at one point you probably had a Yahoo account, and maybe you don't use it anymore, but either maybe go delete it or change the password. I oh. highly recommend that. So uh, good you luck. Get yourself a YubiKey. There you go. That was what I was going to say. I threw it up for you, Matt, right? I knew it was coming. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. Still use, I still use Flickr, so I should probably go check on that. That's uh, probably uh, they've, they've stolen all your, your photos. So yeah, they've, they've yeah, they've all your public photos it. have been stolen now. So they, they changed the license from Creative Commons to GPL. <laughs> uh, well, well, before before we close out with the with the real show, uh, we should do our mid roll since we always forget. I have two things, and I think Matt Ray has some. Do you have anything this uh, this week, Brandon? I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'll you, enjoy your mid rolls though. Yeah. Go for it. Are, are you like IBM? Check it out. You may have heard of us. IBM, we have a lot. Go to IBM.com. 
just go for it. Yeah. There's something there, I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, uh, well, speaking of Dell, I'm, I think I'm going to be speaking two times, one of them on a panel, which is the best. That means you just show up and, uh, don't make a fool of yourself, which is maybe easy for me. Uh, anyways, I'll be at Dell EMC World. It'll be uh, October 18th and 20th. Everyone who lives in Austin should come to that. I'm trying to get a discount code. I'll see if they'll give me one. Uh, But yeah, it's in Austin, 18th and 20th. How often do you get to go to a conference in Austin, aside from OzCon and the OpenStack Summit and a few other ones? And uh, there's also... the uh, on the seventeenth, there there's like a little I think influencer dinner that kind of if if you know about you can uh, sign up for over down there over down there at the uh, at the Salt Lick uh, that you can come to and Pivotal will be sponsoring it so it's probably free depending on if we get enough people to sponsor it. it's it's one of those at the end of the day the people who DM'd with uh, Sarah you know who puts it together will put it on our corporate Amexes so uh, everything should be fine. But uh, you should you should look at the show notes to come to the V barbecue, and you know <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. The Salt Lake has good barbecue, right? But I think I think the state of the art of barbecue in in Central Texas has far surpassed what they're capable of. But if you if you haven't been eating barbecue for several decades in the Hill Country, you'll think it's phenomenal, and their uh, their sauce is pretty good too. Good stuff. And as as I've noted before, you can get a whole brisket in the Austin airport for $58, which you check your per diem, probably within your per diem to spend. And you'll be that guy sitting in the middle seat, chowing down on a brisket. Just just say, don't cut it. I'm going to eat it on the plane. Got a long flight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be flying to England. I hope it's still warm when I get there. Uh, they'll boil it for you when you get there. Yeah. And and then and as always, if you want to find more things, you can go to cote.io slash pivotal and you can get free a bunch of free books and other stuff there. So what do you got for us, Matt Ray? Uh well, you know, the Chef Community Summit is uh coming up in both London and in Seattle. Uh if you use if you go to summit.chef.io um to go hang out with uh, the chef community. Um and use the code podcast. That'll get you 10% off your ticket. So um, great uh, open source community event kind of thing. Um, again, you know, there's one in London at the end of October, and there's one in Seattle, or one in London at the beginning of October, one in Seattle at the end of October. So, uh, you know, you should go to that because, you know, communities are, are good stuff. Now, is JJ going to be there? I'm sure he is. Mm. I'm sure he is. Maybe he can pick yeah. up a few briskets on the way out then. Get on that direct flight <laughs> to London. Just smell it up. Oh, yeah. Mm. That, that that does sound nice. How many briskets can you fit in the overhead compartment? <laughs> Do you have anything to declare? <laughs> My pants are full of brisket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me type that in. My pants are full of brisket. That's a good one. Well, okay. My pants. So... There hasn't that been the that much that much going on uh, th- yeah. this week, but but did you hear that uh, AWS is doomed? Their 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 long con on enterprise IT is finally over. Quote is is that a quote? Because because I I heard there was a bunch of Oracle news, and I haven't had time to to dig into uh, the the Ben. Uh, uh, the Ben Thompson article that everyone's been talking about, which you know I'll throw it in the show notes, but I haven't read it. So, mm. <laughs> is, it, is it about Oracle and AWS? It certainly is. I just 
uh, you know, when when he writes up a, a long read, that's that's always good. Stuff. You you would think being a paying member of the Ben Thompson Empire would have read this, but I have to admit, I find it hard to keep up with his stuff. Uh, you know, I, I used to be on top of obscure Chinese multi-billion-dollar companies, but uh, <laughs> I've, I've been I've been slacking in my reading. Huh. Well, uh, as a non-paying member, uh, you get the the one. One article a week. That's mm. my sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. And th- this week was was Oracle's cloudy future. Just talking about you know how you know how they 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 they've you know said they're coming for Amazon, and you know that's easier said than done. Um, uh-huh. And and uh, you know Oracle isn't exactly the destination for new development. You know it, it it's not like you know hey I've got this three person startup. Where should we run this? Oh, I hear Oracle's got a good cloud. It's like the the need, you know, the the knee jerk default is AWS, uh, unless you're a Microsoft developer, and then it might be Azure, but it's probably still AWS. Um, and then you know the 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 cool kids are, are you know they're they're looking at Google because you know they've got good stuff uh, as well. But like Oracle isn't something that I've heard people say. You know, I you know I really need to go and and take a good look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a, uh, I was at a, a Microsoft partner event and talking with uh, uh, an ISV um, over lunch, and you know he was saying that they they were moving out of doing you know managed managed uh, services on top of you know their VMware that they stood up for customers and they were moving it into Azure, and he said you know well I know everyone's in AWS but I, I think Oracle has a, a really strong play. I was like, really? You're the first person I've ever heard say that. And you know, and then his rationale was like, well, Oracle said they'll be cheaper. And I was like, if you want cheap, wouldn't you just go to like, you know, DigitalOcean or Linode or, you know, there's definitely much cheaper than Amazon. There's much cheaper than Azure. There's, you know, there's much cheaper than everyone. They're not competing on price anymore. And if you wanted cheap, you'd probably go to Google cuz Google's cheaper, faster. Yeah. But, you know, people aren't competing on price. Yeah. And I think that's I haven't read it yet. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was I I was writing up one of my uh one of my little notebook things, which hopefully this is this is my I'm just trying to become famous for that. I I got I need some ticket out of this this doldrums that I'm in. I mean I'm I'm being facetious, of course. And and I was writing it up and, and like I don't think I'm ever gonna publish it because I was like, I mean, I don't wanna be an asshole, right? Like it's just it's just, it's just, uh, if, if I could somehow make the noise, you know, that one meme pick of that little kid kind of like with his head co- cocked back, looking askance at something like, I just, I just feel like the, so, so Lydia over at Gartner, she had a good write up on, on her blog. So not on the pay, the, over the paywall. She's, you know, by the way, she's like fantastic. She's, she's one of the better analysts out there. And this, this piece is a good example of it. It's very succinct, uh, barely judgmental, right? But it manages to convey a lot of information and some stuff, right? So I don't, I don't think she uh, she counts it out. But by my count, this is like the third or fourth go at cloud uh, that Oracle's had, and I think she pretty mm-hmm. fairly described that the 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 quote that will be forever remembered and attributed to her is this is a this is a good MVP of cloud. Uh, and then, yeah. and then she goes on some jag about bare metal stuff, which is like, I, you know, <laughs> might as well be talking about like serverless computing and just like, right. Like, I don't, I don't know what, <laughs> well, Any- well, there was in, in her, uh, magic quadrant for cloud providers, the, the, you know, the zinger was 
if you're not, it was essentially like you're not in the top 10, you don't get in the magic quadrant. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think, I think she had a good write up, but it is like, it is like I, the, 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 you see, the problem is you're always like, well, one day I may end up working at Oracle. So, you know, I gotta, I gotta be careful about stuff that I say because it's just more like if they, if they weren't such jerks about stuff, they wouldn't have a problem, right? Like, so, so and, and did I, you accidentally let slip that Oracle's about to buy Dell and EMC? Oh man, wouldn't that be fabulous? <laughs> that would just be great. That would be good. Then I, then I would finally find out what happened to Sun. It would be, it would be postscript. <laughs> the same thing happened to me. Thank you. Uh, so, anyways, but you know, there's a good example. So is it, it sounds like it's just the message, though, right? Like, so I think because I think it's always interesting to come, just kind of come just yes. slightly up yes. and say, okay, well, you're running Oracle. You know, you're there. Yeah. So obviously, there's all the cloud trends that we talk about all the time, and you have this huge database annuity as well as a lot of enterprise software. You know, they were sort of, Oracle sort of like started to be the private equity roll up before we, you know, before right. everyone was. Right. It. They've done. I, it I, I mean, I mean, to be to what be good you, glass house citizens, it's like working at a large tech company that was caught flat footed by the cloud and now has to quickly figure out what to do. No one yeah, on this so podcast I, is in that situation. Yeah, of course not. Right. Of course not. So I think that, but that is kind of the interesting question. It's like, so, you know, and then of course they're a public company and, you know, um, even, even though I think, uh, Larry Ellison's obviously well, firmly in control. I mean, he has to like present something to the board of directors. Right. And, and so in this case, right. It looks like he had this big cloud announcement. Um, but I guess his question is like, I guess the answer is like you either you either do this or you do what HP has done, right? You kind of go they're sim- they're kind of breaking themselves up and slowly selling themselves out in financial different complicated financial transactions that we are poorly explaining to our audience, but nonetheless they're doing it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think those are only like the two paths. Like I don't know what's the other path. Like what else should they do, right? Yeah, no, 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 totally. And, and like you said, it's just the delivery of it, right? It's just it's just like. Uh, you know, it's it's computers. Like it either works at a good price point or it doesn't. Like there's, there's like you don't need to like be big big uh big jerky about it. And you know, I, I think I think is that there, I'll, I'll put a link to it. But there was a there was a little uh, screenshot like during some sort of keynote. Uh, I think I think I think he's their co CEO. Mark Hurd had some like predictions about the future, and they did some voting. And like I think it was like thirty per, thirty or forty percent of the audience said none of these will happen. So it's just, you know, it's just not, uh, and, and, you know, they had that whole Hudson Jenkins thing. It's just like, it, they just need to like learn how to get along with stuff now right. to be all Ben Thompson. Maybe there is an argument that the only way that they are successful as a company is by being this way, which, well, all right, I'll give them that. But if that's yeah. the well, case, then, then it's sort I think of it touches like, well, on, there like, you go. You know, I touched on we'll switch up. We'll kind of like use a different company that none of us are going to work for. I don't think so. I think we can talk freely about it. That being uh, Wells Fargo Bank, and it's like so they're in the news for, you know, clearly like this all this scandal about opening lots of fake accounts. And I, and what the reason I think it's related is it kind of comes back to this question of like culture of a company, right? Like in like one phrase I heard which I like is like committed devil's advocate. Like, does a company have somebody inside of it? that can really say to the founder, like, that's just crazy. Like, so like in case of this Oracle stuff, I think the reason it rubs everyone the wrong way is it's, you know, if you're not working for Oracle, you just sort of like, that guy's just nuts. It's like, no, and it's like, can anyone inside Oracle say that? And it's like, and I bet you most people in corporate America have had a moment where they felt like, I really wish I could say, you know, just kind of state the obvious to this this um, authority figure. 
And I think that kind of comes about. And the reason I was saying is like, well, it's Fargo, right? Because you kind of see this with this CEO kind of like, well, you know, the culture is really good. We just had 5,000 bad hires. And you're like, wait a minute, dude. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's like pretty sure you're one doing the culture. And, yeah. you know, now, and I think that's why people kind of revel in that moment. Right? And I think, yeah. So when you see corporate announcement, Oracle's not the only one guilty of it. Maybe they're the most brash. Um, there is this moment of like, you're like, well, clearly no one in that company can um is willing right to say something that's like hey we have to tone it down because this is not credible because that's yeah, the thing yeah, i think that's yeah. more that's the part that hurts them it's like you can be brash but when it gets to the point you're not credible then you know you are in trouble no oh, i i guess that's a, that's a good way of putting it right I, I mean there there are uh there pivotal is known for being a little as some people would say jerky right like we we can be arrogant about things uh, and, and I think, I think it's like, you know, you, you have to walk the line between, uh, you know, it starts to become like a, a vacuum that you forget which one sucked the one first, but it's sort of, that's a weird metaphor, but like if, if you're always jerky and you're sometimes not credible or you're, you know, it's just like yeah, all your credibility gets shot. If you're consistently a jerk, like you just, you just don't believe people. So you got to, every now and then you got to be cred- credible. <clears throat> There's a line between hard truths and, and jerk. and yeah and and you know oracle they have a reputation for having you know really rock solid top of the you know top of the line stuff but who needs it yeah yeah so so when i'm working for oracle one day i'll uh i'll make sure to delete this episode from the internet i hope yeah no one will ever find it yeah yeah (laughs) no no one's listening as 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 i established at length on my last (laughs) podcast i'm shutting down the libsyn account so uh this this will be <laughs> that's will right here yeah another reason why no one's listening that well, in stuff. but well, i enjoyed it i liked it well we have a few a few links that matt ray meticulously gathered together where that we don't have time to go over but we'll put them in the show links which you can find at cote.io slash sdt uh 73 sdt 73 <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> don't don't put the uh in there. And and speaking of 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 URL consistency, this is a little a little pre picks recommendation. So I, for I wanted to download all the old drunken retired podcasts from Libsyn, and because uh, you know while I might have ten external hard drives that each have three different hard drives on them, it's very difficult to search over all that. There's there's a there's a two hundred dollar idea for you to solve that problem, but uh, I, I figured out. I looked. I get this, Matt Ray. I read a man page earlier this week. I read the man page for curl, and what you can do with curl is you can give it a URL that has a range of numbers. So I just and because I've consistently named the episode numbers, I just put in like you know seventy to one seventy eight, and it just downloaded all of them. It was amazing. So look into man pages; they're helpful. <laughs> how about always always how, now let's let's go on to recommendations what's your recommendation this week brandon well i'm going um very uh old school here uh or i guess old school new school is that i did update uh you know my iphone as i mentioned earlier and uh, you know there have been many different like to do uh, apps I've tried, you know, the OmniFocus. I don't know, and it feels I'm sure p- listeners of the show, I bet you a bunch of them have like written their own uh, task management and all this other stuff. But I'm just going to recommend the good old fashioned built in reminders app 
in uh, Apple that like you can and then with this case Surrey generally doesn't work for me but I can use Surrey I can just say like uh, uh, remember to pick up my son at 5.30 or cleaning pickup at uh, you know Saturday at 3 o'clock or whatever and it works fine it works well and then it notifies me so uh, just a reminders app it's a very simple thing it's uh, if you have an Apple uh, iPhone you already have it on there I actually think it's pretty good and and just to like uh, you know uh, warn off everybody that tells me like it has a bunch of stuff that it doesn't do it's like yeah you're right it doesn't it's not even not even close to uh, super user level uh, functionality that people want to like prioritize and have these complicated uh, reminder logic it just does one simple thing and it makes uh, it real easy to remember stuff mm-hmm. and I found that I always pretty much have my phone. That's the one thing I pretty much always have. So when it, I don't actually miss reminders, whereas every other thing that tries to remind me, I generally don't have it with me. So it, it's sort of pointless. So check it out, the Reminders app. Mm, that's, a, that's a good one. I use that every now and then. And it does seem, uh, it does seem to do exactly what it should. So uh, what's, your, what's your recommendation, Matt Ray? Uh, so I, I, <clears throat> I caught up with some of my old movie watching. Um, Usual Suspects, uh, Brian Singer's movie. Go, go rewatch that. It it's just, it holds up over time. That's that's my quick pick. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I well, I'll have to put a link. Maybe I'll even put at the end of this episode, as as I'm fond of doing. Uh, the the scene where they're in the lineup. I think that's one of the best cinematic jokes Love that. ever. <laughs> in English, please. Why not? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well, my recommendation. You get ready with your pencils. It's a long name. Is the Logitech Keys to Go Ultra Portable Bluetooth Keyboard for Tablets Red? And the re- I, I I had the black one of this, but I've lost it. And it's like one of those little portable keyboards you can use with your iPad. It's like spill proof, and it seems rugged. But I noticed, and, and you got red in case you lose it. Well, well, here's the red angle. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. It's when I when I go rescue lost skiers in the Alps, they can spot me with it. But uh. Normally, it's like $60, but I went to go buy a new one, and, and the red ones on Amazon are like $38. So I bought two, right? Like, and following that logic. <laughs> but, like, you know, all, all you do, you get the red one instead of the black one, and they're cheap. But and I went and looked today, and as of September 22nd, uh, earlier today, there's only 16 left in stock. So you got to move fast to get one of these keyboards. But they're good. They're good keyboards. They're, they're, they seem very durable, and typing on them is fine, and uh, it's, it's a good thing. I, I try to write on the iPad every now and then when I want to focus, and I think it works out well. So also, as an anti-recommendation, if you're like me uh, last week and you're like, sure, I'll spend $40 on Fantastical because everyone says it's great, just don't do it, right? Like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't want that. Just stick with BusyCal or the stock thing because here's the deal. Like Fantastical, like on the desktop, it almost it, it's just it's just like a hipster calendaring thing. It's it's like clearly the people who program that are not like trans time zone. Like they don't understand, you know, that they're not of our world. It just looks really cool if you always live in the same time zone. So so uh, good for them. That's great. So as always. This has been Software Defined Talk. You can find us at softwaredefinedtalk.com or uh, in SoundCloud if you go to soundcloud.com slash Cote Industries. And like we said at the beginning, if you really, if you really like the show, it'd be great if you go, uh, you know, you can either come talk to us somewhere, write us on Twitter, you could leave a review in iTunes. My understanding is that helps. I have no idea. I don't really know what I'm asking for, but it's fun to read stuff there. And uh, just tell your friends and subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see everyone next time. Bye.
is called, step forward and repeat the phrase you've been given. Understand? Number one, step forward. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Number two, step forward. Give me the fucking keys, you fucking cocksucker, motherfucker! Knock it off, get back. Number three, step forward. Hand <laughs> me the keys, you cocksucker. In English, please. Excuse me. In English. I mean the fucking keys, you cocksucker. What the fuck? Number four, step forward. It was bullshit. The whole rap was a setup. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. It was all the cops' fault. You don't put guys like that into a room together. Who knows what can happen? Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. This has really got to be embarrassing for you guys, huh?